Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue, or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Cause if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, cause everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Cause the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. Along with Coach Evan, we started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. Well, before I talk to you about this episode, I just wanted to dedicate it to my father-in-law, Jan. He sadly passed very suddenly a few days ago. He wasn't a surfer. He was a mountains man, but it doesn't matter because he embodied all the traits Coach Evan and I praise on this show and encourage ourselves and our listeners to be as surfers. Things like having commitment, calm and chaos, being observant and discerning, joyful and just in love in general, loving nature, loving life, and loving your people. For me personally, it's just more proof that those characteristics make you better, not just as a surfer, but as a human. And it gets me pretty stoked when listeners tell me that KookCast helped them make that connection between surfing and growing as a person because, well, I know I can speak for Coach Ev when I say that's been our personal discovery. So make sure you're keeping yourself surrounded by people like Jan, those humans that remind you through their actions and their way of living what you're trying to be so you can live and surf in a way that inspires others to do the same for themselves and for others. So this episode is about control, but in a funny moment. Basically, control while you're wiping out. I know that seems counterintuitive. You might say, isn't wiping out something that happens because you lost control? Well, we're going to talk to you about how Coach Evan and I often try and salvage some control that we're losing while we're wiping out. And, you know, make our wipeouts a little less yard salesy and a little more contained. <laughs> it requires a never-say-die attitude and a presence of mind that we want you to develop over time. By the way, this episode goes hand-in-hand hand with our most recent member video titled Wipeout Control. So make sure you log in or sign up if you aren't a member. It's over at thesurfcontinuum.com, and uh, you can listen to a bonus 10 minutes of discussion about this topic while we look at a clip of Coach Ev doing the very thing we're talking about. As always, thanks for being a supporter. All right, so let's get into this one. This is uh, a little inspiration from, well, a member video that we recently did. Uh, that'll be up on the site before this is released, so go check that out. Um, and it all is coming from Basically, it's coming from surfing without a leash. Um, you know, you suddenly become highly aware of your equipment when it's not tethered to you. And we've talked about it before. It's a, it's a good training. It's a good mental training. And it's also a good physical one because you're still going to run into scenarios where you're going to wipe out. And uh, we're going to talk about why and how we, we do that when we're not wearing a leash and how we do it safely and, and all that stuff. Yeah, and you'll get, you'll get a lot of practice with this one. As soon as you make that decision where you're like, all right, I'm holding on to my board no matter what. You know, you get into all these little situations. You know, you watch even great surfers, and there's a lot of little, you know, a, a lot of little 
opportunities, you know, to kind of get off balance for a second. And if, if you, you know, you're not aware and, and focused on like really holding on and, and completing, completing the ride, you know, no matter what, then uh, you, you, you get into these situations. Like we've had the craziest, funniest, like board grabs ever, you know, like I've ended up riding with my board upside downs, fin, you know, fins in front of me a bunch of times, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. Like when you suddenly make that decision that this is how you're not going to let go of the board, whether you have a leash or not on, it changes the moments of off balance or what, you know, those sections you see ahead that look a little intimidating, it changes your reaction and your uh, you know, your response to it when you realize like you're not supposed to let go of the board. Um, because, you know, when you do, you just kind of just keep charging along until it just blasts you off and then you just reel your board back in by the leash and climb back on. But suddenly when you're making that decision, either because you don't have a leash on or because you just con- consciously want to surf like you don't have one on, you all of a sudden become much more aware of like, oh, that section in front of me looks a little stretched out. Am I going to, and you start just anticipating a little more what you're going to have to do in response. Um, but most of all, point number one in this whole topic, is just a, it's just a matter of safety as it often is with us. You know, when you go out in the ocean with a surfboard, usually other people are doing the same thing too. And you just want to be one of the people that's considerate of, the health and lives of others, including your own. And when your board is in your hands, um, you know, one thing I said in the, the member video is you keep your enemies close to you, you know. That's, it, it, when your board is not connected to you somehow, some way, it's an enemy. It's a danger to you and other people. So when you're going down and you're, you're aiming to grab your board, um, you're just, you're doing yourself a favor, you're doing everyone else a favor because that board in your hands or, you know, hooked in the crook of your knee or elbow, whatever it is you're doing to hang on to the thing, it's safer. And it, you still may get a bump, you still may get like a, you know, a Charlie horse from doing that, but it's a lot better than having the board come across the falls down and guillotine you in the head when you're not expecting it at all. Yeah, we've, we've definitely been hurt by our board worse when it, when it came out of nowhere. And, and slammed us versus when we're when we got some sort of body part on it, you know, a finger, a hand, a foot, um, whatever it may be. But that's that's really what it is about. And 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 as far as being a responsible surfer and and part of this community is like we feel very strongly about this. You gotta you gotta control your board and you gotta hold on to it. So don't don't let it get loose and see how you know it results in less injuries from, from the board. Unfortunately, that is, it's like, it's your greatest tool and it's your worst enemy out there. Uh, <laughs> thing that gets you. So, so control that bad boy. Yep, yep. And even when there's no one around, it's not an excuse to let it go. In our, in our video that we were looking over of Coach Ev doing this, you know, basically <clears throat> riding, riding through a section that was kind of iffy, took, you know, caught his rail a little funky. So he had to drop down and grab the board as there's nobody in the frame. There's nobody in the picture. And I was there filming. I can tell you nobody was in the water, but still it's just so ingrained in his behavior. It's so ingrained in his, uh, it's like a reflex, you know, like you tap your knee with a hammer and your, your leg kicks out, you lose your balance on your surfboard and you drop down aiming to grab it. It's just gotta be built into how you surf. And that's our second point is just the, the awareness and the foresight. Like when, when you make that mental decision, there's all these 
possibilities, these possible zones where, you know, you, you have a higher likelihood of getting off balance and, and going down. You know, when you're racing and trying to get around a section, when you're trying to do a closeout maneuver, when you're taking off on a, on a late, you know, a late wave or a steep drop, you're just, you're just a little bit more highly aware that this could be a, a potential fall. So you, you've, you figure out ways to, you know, even when you do, when you don't nail those situations, you end up with the board and like not swimming in or not, you know, letting it get, get, get close to other people. You end up salvaging it. Mm-hmm. And, and this evolves further because when you have this awareness, when you have that foresightedness, you, you start avoiding the wipeout entirely. Maybe you won't take off on that wave because it, it's just a little too late and there's someone on the inside. And rather than risk it and trust your leash like you normally did in the past, now you just opt out of that wave entirely. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe that closeout section that you normally just throw yourself at and kind of just see what happens, maybe you're going to kick out instead, you know? It's not just about controlling the wipeout. It evolves into not even wiping out because you're not going to put yourself in that scenario in the first place. So it's just such a good mental exercise to start training yourself to see further down the line, so to speak, you know, um, to, to look ahead, to basically see the future and then make a decision back in your present state like okay what am i going to do am i going to take that chance you can measure these things out in milliseconds the mind's an incredible thing but you got to see it first right you know and you got to look at that end section and then look at the inside is there anybody there yes or no and that's like going to help you decide what you're going to do on that end section and then you know carry on from there um yeah it's it's rare that everything comes together it's it's more common that there's some there's some situation mm. where you are going to have to pull back, kick out, you know, or or straighten out versus everything coming together where you get to nail that late drop, race around a section and and finish finish off the end section, you know. There's usually one of those pieces of the puzzle that kind of inhibits you from actually getting to do it. So, there'll be more opportunities to practice this you know, saving, you know, saving or not even getting into a wipeout situation by, you know, using your awareness and using your foresight to, you know, to, to surf better, basically. Right. That's actually, so one thing I'm thinking about is like this kind of brainstorm that's going on for an, an episode coming up is how to improve your style is basically this topic we're talking about here yeah. is like the awareness, you know, to see things in advance. But what I'm also realizing kind of on the fly is like this episode isn't really about what the title is and I'm going to keep the title what the title is, like controlling your wipeout. It's really more about learning how to not wipe out more by seeing further in advance, you yeah. know. And um, yeah, it's, it's just like because what comes from being prepared to wipe out and what you do in a wipeout ends up becoming you not wiping out as much. Right, you just don't make the same mistakes over and over and over again, you know, you learn from them. And uh, that's that's what surfing, surfing's a beautiful thing, again, because you get all these opportunities to kook it and then go right back out there and try it again, you know. <laughs> right, and so basically the, the wrap up here is like one of the big themes of well, the reason we call it the surf continuum is is this idea of continuity and completion. And of course, you're not completing anything. You're kind of abruptly stopping, as a matter of fact. 
uh, when you wipe out, when you disconnect from the board. And so even though it's not elegant, it's not pretty, if you wipe out and you're grabbing onto your board any which way you can, hanging on with your toes as it drags you through the, to the inside, there's an element of completion that's still happening, you know? And it can, be, it can be a barely salvaged one and it can be, as in the member video, pretty good after all, you know? Like where you manage to keep the rail engaged and still kind of press up rail set over the shoulder and just keep your flow going and back out to the lineup to set up another wave. But there's there's a, a satisfaction, there's a like you know like a, a like even when it's not all according to plan, when you wipe out but you complete the wave and you're still on your board and you're keeping that flow, there's there's something good that happens in your heart. There's a little check mark that goes next to a box somewhere, you know, that just feels like you did it right, you know, even though it wasn't pretty or something you're gonna be posting on your Instagram account, you just feel good about how you kept it all together and, and salvaged what was, you know, what you got dealt. Yeah, I mean, it's just, just like when you're trying to get through a big whitewater, you know, and, and you do like a buoyancy pop and you get rolled around, but you end up holding onto the board, you, there is this sense of, you know, accomplishment. I still got my board, I'm still closer to the end goal of getting back through and getting to the outside and getting another wave and, and completing this the circle even you know even when we pull into close out tubes and like right at the last minute you you dive down onto your board and freaking you know wrestle that thing down and hold on to it and then you pop up and you're right in that impact zone and you're able you know just to skirt through that next wave like you've you've completed the circle you know it's it's a completely different feeling than having to you know come up without the flotation of your board reel in your board get back on it you know and and try to try to get through your next wave there's there's you've you've really checked off a lot of things if you can maintain control over that over your board yeah, that's right. It's the simple things that make you a good surfer, peeps. So we'll uh, we'll keep hitting you with them. And also, we got some. I'm excited to hear more about your uh, the the first board to be completed through the La Mission glassing factory. You know, you always shape the boards, but you always had this this missing link of having to bring them to glassers. And not that they are not good, but it's just dealing with another variable. And now it's all in house. So we got a couple great videos to share with you on the member site of this board coming along, the Rainbow Rider, um, a good recap of how it went, and, uh, and I think we got some more, more to see, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll be fun to reveal the, the finished product, and I got another 7-2 that I finished, and uh, it's just the first of many, but it's going to be fun to kind of bring you guys along for the ride and, and uh, fire you guys up to put, put, put in your orders. <laughs> you will catch you next week. Nice work, coach. You.